October's my favorite month of the year. Learn why. Hi, this is Frank Buck, and this is the place to be if you want to get organized and make it look easy. October's always been my favorite month. It was during my years in education, and it continues to be. What I'm sharing with you today is a piece that I wrote for MiddleWeb.com. MiddleWeb is a site for middle-level educators. What you'll hear is directed toward the education community, but I think you'll find it applies to a much larger audience. I call it the Oasis of October. Why? Well, by this time, procedures are well in place. The beginning of year events are behind you. Students have been accustomed to changing classes, dealing with lockers, and enjoying the variety of activities that go along with middle-level education. The plans you spent all summer making are now paying off. Looking ahead, the holiday traditions of November and December will make for busy weeks. But nestled between the busyness of the beginning of the school year and the end of the calendar year is the oasis of October. As a school leader, my experience was that if I wanted to launch something new, retool something old, or do some course correction, October was my best shot at making it happen. October is also a prime time to review the repeating task you identified over the opening weeks of school. Sometimes we get so busy doing things that we forget to leave tracks that will make the job next year easier. How's your communication system with parents? If you need to fine-tune, October's likely your best choice. The same holds true for your system of documentation. As you look at your repeating task, how many of those could someone else be handling? The more you can delegate, the more time you have to do those things that only someone with your training and experience can handle. Every day brings plenty to do. Little tasks are everywhere. But your job is not to try and bail the water out as fast as the holes in the boat are allowing it in. Your job is to perform the task today that will make tomorrow better. Don't get distracted by the might-be-nice-to-do items on your desk. That's what was meant in a quote attributed to Abraham Lincoln. Give me six hours to chop down a tree, and I'll spend the first four sharpening the axe. Now, whether Lincoln actually spoke those words or not is open to debate, but we hear the truth in them. Leaders focus on outcomes and look for the shortest distance between point A and point B. They become very good at identifying what's necessary, what's nice, and what's got to go. More importantly, leaders are found in different roles. For many, school leader is a synonym for the principal. But how about the assistant principals and instructional coaches? What about the department head who's balancing the role of teaching along with that of shaping the direction of a curricular area? How about the classroom teacher who sponsors clubs and other activities that benefit the entire school? Are these people not also school leaders? Another president, John Quincy Adams, is credited with saying, If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. And this quote does seem to be for real. Given this definition, you probably see yourself in those words. The question becomes how to maximize your impact. Invest in yourself. Fly on any airline, and you'll hear the same instructions. 
In the unlikely event of the loss of cabin pressure, oxygen masks will drop from the ceiling. Remember this one? Securely place your mask on first before helping anyone next to you who may need assistance. The message is clear. You can't help someone else until you take care of yourself first. Every good thing that you do for yourself or others happens through the dimension of time. Get control of how you spend your time and you begin to fit the definition of what John Quincy Adams called a leader. My purpose in bringing you this episode is twofold. First, it aims to inspire readers at an important point in the school year. Second, for those who have listened this far and are hungry for a game plan, I have something for you. If you don't already have a tickler file in place, now's a great time to start yours. What's a tickler file, some of you may ask? Well, get on my mailing list and I'll send you a guide absolutely free that tells you about how to set up this wonderful tool. How could you use a tickler file? The possibilities differ by person and position, but here are some ideas, including several from a starter list that I share in Chapter 1 of my book, Get Organized. Birthday cards need to be purchased for friends, relatives, and perhaps colleagues. Buy all of them with one trip to the card shop. Address all the envelopes and attach return address labels to the whole batch. In the spot where the postage stamp will later go, Pencil the date each card needs to go in the mail. Drop the cards into the appropriate tickler file folders. Throughout the year, cards will appear on the exact days they need to go in the mail. Never again will you forget a birthday. When completing a report for one of the committees of which you're a member, you see that you don't have all the information you need. Rather than allow the draft of that report to just sit on your desk, Add to your task list what information you need to obtain and make a plan for how you'll get it. Slip the report into the tickler file for several days in the future, and when that report resurfaces, complete it with the newly gained information. Here's another example. Let's say that you're promoting a school play. As part of your publicity, you compose a series of messages for the school's morning announcements, each one growing in enthusiasm as the date approaches. Well, batch the task. Write all the announcements in one sitting. Then file each one in the tickler file for the appropriate day. You've earned the right to forget about them. Each day when you open the tickler file, there's the announcement for that day. Another example, you resolve to get better about expressing gratitude toward others, yet every time you think about writing a thank you note, well, you don't have any note cards around. So how about for this January, go out and buy yourself 52 blank note cards, matching envelopes, and scatter them throughout your tickler file. About once a week, a blank note card surfaces, and it serves as your trigger to stop right then and take a moment to write a thank you note to someone. Others begin to think of you as more thoughtful. Actually, you've always been thoughtful. You were just forgetful. On those hectic days, the best of intentions often fall prey to the worst of interruptions. That's why we need simple systems like the tickler file. If you'd like to read more about setting up and using this system, I've got the free gift for you. Join the email list. How? Go over to frankbuck.org 
And on the home page, you'll see exactly where to do it. Secondly, after you get that gift that's going to show you how to set up your tickler file, I'll also be sending you a, a free ebook that shows you how to set up and use a digital task list. I use Remember the Milk. I use that as an example to show you how you can do exactly the same thing. I think of my digital task list as simply a digital version of my tickler file. Friends, the oasis of October is here. Use it to grow, to invest in yourself, and to become the leader that you can be. Now go and make today count. This has been Frank Buck, helping you get organized and make it look easy.